everybody. This is Just Sold with Brent McIntosh of the McIntosh Group at Remax River City. My name is Bryn Griffiths, and he is Brent McIntosh. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you today? Fine, thank you. You know, we've been talking all year about how crazy the real estate market is. You know, it's not bad in Alberta, but other parts of the country, wow. It's absolutely crazy in in almost every part of the country, with the exception of Alberta and Saskatchewan. Um, we seem to have this 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 the smallest growth in in these provinces and as you can probably expect the reason why oil yeah the oil and gas industries yeah and and so so the rest of the country seems boom booming and i thought well let's talk about some of those other marketplaces because we've talked about edmonton and um, for the most part edmonton and calgary have mimicked each other and regina and saskatoon they're very similar as far as growth goes for the median sales price growth for the amount of sales growth it's been good it just hasn't been ridiculously crazy like the rest of the country well you've had guests on this very podcast from across the country and hearing some of the stats and the biggest thing you know we could talk about the 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 pricing of homes across the country but the one thing that has been absolutely numbing to me as just a casual listener is the fact that there are so many people you know, basically putting offers in on the same home, like they've got multiple offers. It's, it's, it's really crazy. You know, when we get a multiple offer situation in Edmonton, we might sell that house for full list price or, or perhaps five or 10,000 over list price. And the sellers are obviously very excited. Um, marketplaces like Vancouver or Toronto and area, they're selling properties for up to $200,000 over list price. Do you want to go across the country or do you yeah. want to go to the hottest spot first? Well, well, let's just start here in the, the province. I okay. said Calgary and Edmonton uh, were relatively consistent. So we've seen a modest price increase and now we're seeing that price drop as it always does here in the fall, pretty consistent. But uh, believe it or not, you probably don't know what the hottest Alberta market was. This year so far, it's Lethbridge, believe it or not. I thought it was Hannah. <laughs> well, I don't know what the sales were like in Hannah, but Lethbridge, was uh, their sales are up 55% this year. Wow. So, so, so they're enjoying a boom because Lethbridge um, has been, you know, re relatively sleepy market for a long, long time. So they're doing really well. So that's the hottest place in Alberta. But if we start on the West Coast or the Wet Coast, um, we're looking at house prices in Vancouver. We'll start with the big one. Um, so Vancouver proper, the single family median sales price jumped from 1.6 million to 1.9 million dollars. Wow, now it's crazy, isn't that? Yeah. Um, I read an article recently that suggested that Vancouver has the most inflated house prices in the world. I. You know what? I might. You wouldn't take a lot of convincing of me to believe that because it, it's it. I've seen some of the homes that are for sale at over a million yep. dollars in the downtown area in Vancouver, and they're like little tiny little places. When they're comparing some of the most expensive places in the world to live, and so we're talking about Beijing and New York and London, that those places are all driven by gigantic populations, first right. of all. Um, they're obviously capitals of, of not just their countries, but capitals of the world. And somehow Vancouver is in that same mix. And so, so that's a marketplace for a long time that people have been uh, betting against, thinking that it's going to crash, it's going to crash, and it just hasn't. And, and what's driving it is foreign money. 
is is that that's their biggest nemesis is that they have a lot of Chinese investors in that marketplace that's literally made it too expensive for people who live and work in Vancouver to purchase a home in Vancouver. I didn't want to brag, but I just won $75 million this past <laughs> week. Uh, it was one of the lottery. Uh, I tried to keep it under, you know, as quiet as I possibly could. What would I get for $1.9 million in Vancouver, do you figure? Not much. It's, it's really the, the, okay. the sad part um, is, is that you're going to get a small three-bedroom bungalow. Um, and, and, you know, that, that same $1.9 million house in Vancouver would be the equivalent, of course, of a $400,000 house here in Edmonton. Gotcha. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's Vancouver. Now, um, going out to the island, um, and, and BC now has three cities uh, over a million dollars for the median sales price. So Victoria is now at 1.2 million. And so their prices have dro- uh, dr- in the last year have gone up from a million to 1.2. So a 20% increase okay. in the value there for single family homes. Uh, Nanaimo. Uh, used to be 550000 for a house. It's now up to 675000 and um, And then I said there's three. Kelowna is now over a million as well. Obviously. And in the last year, Kelowna's uh, median price has gone up by 20%. Gone from eight hundred and seventy-two to one point zero five for an average house in Kelowna. Wow! Any other surprising markets in British Columbia that like that? No, know, British these Columbia. Are, these are the three that I kind of would have thought would have been big, right? Yeah, and and so anything in the Okanagan um, seems to be up there. Kelowna being the most expensive city in the Okanagan, and what's driving the entire Okanagan, and we've talked about this in other podcasts, is the ability to work from home. So a lot of people have cashed out in Vancouver and sold their one point nine million dollar house in Vancouver and, and purchased uh, a one million dollar house in Kelowna, thinking this is. Great. Yeah. Whereas the people in Kelowna are like, oh my God, somebody just paid a million dollars for that house, and and so so it's just moving people from BC around. And if they've haven't moved to the Okanagan from Vancouver, they've moved to the island and really driven up those prices in other marketplaces. So so yeah, the Okanagan is really being driven by a lot of people moving there from outside of that area because it's not growing in jobs. They're not attracting um, more industry there. But you are having people work from home. I haven't had a chance to talk to anybody I know who might have a place in Kelowna. But but I will say this. It seems to me like there's all of a sudden way more condo developments being built, like high-rise high, high rise, uh places being built in the Kelowna area. Do you yeah. think that that's correct? A hundred percent. A couple of big ones in downtown Kelowna, 30 stories or more, which you don't see in the other Okanagan cities. So West Kelowna, uh, Penticton, and Vernon, uh, none of them will allow buildings that big. So yes, Kelowna is, is definitely growing a lot faster than some of the other uh, spots in the Okanagan, and hence why their median sales price is so high. There was a surprising number as far as uh, Western Canada goes. Uh, Winnipeg actually had a 10% increase in median sales price. So they jumped from 340 up to almost 380,000. When I was in Winnipeg recently, I was surprised at what you could get. You could get a beautiful property right on the river mm-hmm. in Winnipeg for around, back then it was about just over a million dollars. I actually saw one of the properties and I went, wow, you can get that for this? It's kind of amazing. It's it's kind of an under. I, I always believed Winnipeg was a little underrated as a city once you get past the mosquitoes and the cold weather. <laughs> That's right. Uh, it's uh, I I enjoyed the two years that I spent there. Yeah, 
it, it, it's it's a beautiful city. I I, I joke that, uh, of course, that uh, about the mosquitoes and and the coldness, but uh, well, but yeah, the winter does make Edmonton look a little more tropical. It does. I, I will yeah. say that it, it's so. it, it's uh, we luckily we have the dry cold as they say here in Edmonton. Yes, <laughs> uh, I'm going to skip over Ontario because we'll get to them last, just because of the insane amount of growth there. But let's skip out to the Atlantic provinces, and for a long, long time, uh, the Atlantic provinces were were hurting. And there wasn't any growth in those real estate markets. And now you're finally seeing some growth, um, even in St. John, which has notoriously been, been a city that's been in a recession for a long time. Their uh, median price is up 16%. So, wow. So, so not bad. So, that, so again, you can get a pretty nice house. They've jumped from 220000 up to two hundred and fifty-six for an average house in St. John. Um, Moncton is up from 233,000 to 283,000. 21% increase Ooh. in values in Moncton. And then when we get to Halifax, uh, they're up by 24%. They've jumped from 400,000 up to 500,000 in the last year. That's incredible. It is, absolutely. Um, so, so they're pretty excited. Um, but that is literally nothing, <laughs> comparatively speaking, to the growth that we're seeing in Ontario. And last week I had talked about on our podcast about some of the burbs in Ontario seeing record growth because people can't actually afford downtown Toronto. Mm -hmm. So now they're taking the train to work or they're just working remotely as right. a lot of people are. And so you're seeing growth in Burlington and Hamilton, Mississauga and London, even all the way out to London um, because uh, people can't afford Toronto. And there's the, the, I guess it's the amenities, right? It's not the fact that you don't need to, you're right, you don't need to go into work. You, work's coming to you, but yet you have all of the amenities around you. That mm -hmm. There's a real benefit. It's easy to get to places from the Toronto core, is it not? Easy. Like, Very. If you want to go to New York, it's like an hour flight, mm -hmm. right? And, 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 and you're not flying through other cities like like those of us through Edmonton, yes, uh, where we have to stop somewhere on the way to wherever we're we're actually going. So so yes, uh, Toronto proper has grown, and it's one of the smallest in in the actual percentage growth. They've their uh, median price has only jumped fifteen percent. <laughs> Only. That's it. Um, so, so to get get an average house in Toronto last year was, was just under one point five million, and now they're sitting at just under one point seven million for an average home in Toronto. Wow. Okay. So, what's the hot areas around Toronto? So, the most expensive, where the, the who's who of Torontonians live, Oakville, Oakville, Ontario, okay, has gone up another twenty percent, believe it or not, and jumped from one point five seven million all the way up to one point nine million, is the the average price there in Oakville, Ontario. So that is the who's who of of people who live in Toronto. They live in Oakville. Okay, and the third, let me tease me a little bit. Is it close to Toronto, the third place? Yes. Is it Mississauga? No. Uh, oh, yes. Excuse me. It is. I'm All reading right. it wrong. Wild Mississauga. Guess good on my guess. Part. Very good guess. Uh, up 20% from 1.3 to 1.5. Okay. So, right. so, yes, Mississauga. And then when we start going, and basically, as we drive further away from Toronto, you're going to see uh, it become a little bit more affordable. Uh, when we look, uh, Burlington is up 27%. They went from 1.09 all the way up to 1.39. 
And then Hamilton would be the next city. Uh, if we're driving away from Toronto, they've jumped from 686 to 856,000. So they're actually up 25%. So we've kind of gone, we've gone southwest of downtown Toronto. I'm a little surprised we didn't go like more northwest into like the new market areas and place like that. Yeah, when we look at, uh, that's going to be almost uh, basically the, the closer to Toronto, it's going to be expensive. When we go immediately north, uh, it's a million dollars. Okay. For right. just uh, North Toronto, yeah. when we look at the, those 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 communities there in Newmarket, and yeah. there, there's a whole bunch of them right On there. On our way to cottage country. That, that's right. Well, speaking of cottage country, <laughs> um, in Muskoka... The price jumped from 492 up to 652, a 32% increase in value for a lake nice, country. Nice for your little typical lake cabin. That's right. And, and that's what we're seeing. And we've seen that here in Alberta, of course, is recreation properties have really grown as people can't fly to Hawaii or to the States or wherever they might have gone for vacations. And so they've decided to put that money towards lake properties. I was at a, a property west of Edmonton. It's on a lake, a sizable lake, and it's and it's a gated community. And it's it's and people are living there now year round because they don't have to live in the city. It's it's amazing, is it not? Um, again, it has everything to do with high-speed internet and being totally. able to zoom. And it, does it really matter? Yeah, I've got a friend who I just sold his city property because he's going to stay living out at Lake Wobbleman <laughs> for for the winter. Nothing so this wrong be, with that. This will be his first winter there. And it's a little different in the winter. Yes. Yes, we'll see. Um, yeah. When you don't have access to the lake or, or the golf course. Okay, so now we've looked at that Toronto market. Mm -hmm. uh, Ottawa, we, we've talked to people in Ottawa on this very podcast, and uh, we looked at how their market was. And while most people think of it as being a government town, and it is, but uh, things were pretty good there. Booming, just absolutely booming. That is a complete seller's market. They can't keep any inventory. Uh, their average price is up 26%. And so they've gone from 615000 all the way up to 775000 for an average house in Ottawa. So, so yes, that is a booming market. And you're seeing all kinds of growth population-wise, basically in that southeast portion of Ontario. Pretty crazy. Uh, did we touch on Quebec at all or no? No, What's I don't the have the Quebec numbers. Um, the Quebec what? is funny. Yeah, yeah. They, they choose not to share them with the rest of us. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm just kind of curious because I know some people have moved to Montreal and have enjoyed it. I, I don't know. You're right. We don't have the numbers on it, but have you talked to anybody like that? So, yeah, they, they've, they've seen an increase in prices. Not we're, we're not seeing it, you know, between 20 and 30 percent, but um, they're in the high teens as far as where the median prices jumped in Montreal and Quebec. Uh, standard of living is very high in Quebec. Uh, they pay some of the cheapest taxes, and, and <laughs> as Albertans, we, we cringe when yes. we hear this. But um, yes, it's a very affordable place to live in comparison to, to living in Ontario. We only have a couple minutes to go here. Yeah. Uh, in, in terms of, uh, how do you want to, do you want to sum this up or there's a few more tidbits you want to throw I want a, a couple more things. First okay. of all, we'll talk about where the highest, because I actually haven't talked about where the highest oh, growth wow. was. So uh, growing by almost 36% in value was London, Ontario. Of course. From 520000 for an average price all the way up to seven oh five. Big jump. Absolutely crazy how much that marketplace is growing. And um, again, just, you know, we, we, as homeowners here in Edmonton, we're probably pretty envious of, of that. But um, the question will be, will it survive? Will prices last or is this a bubble that's going to burst? 
And for the most part, the experts are saying no, that this is going to continue and that prices are going to ro- keep rising next year in most of these same markets when we look at the outlook for next year. Um, and that has a lot to do because, first of all, two things um, is is what will the Canadian uh, or the Bank of Canada do with interest rates? Right. And they have not raised interest rates for a long time and with no plans to raise interest rates, it seems that literally that Canadian debt is too high. (laughs) And so by raising interest rates that you would see the country go broke really quickly. Wow. Yeah. So by, by overspending, essentially people are helping keep the the rates down. And so you're not going to see interest rates rise on, on, and mortgage rates rise and the bank of Canada has no plans to do that. So that looks like you're going to see continued growth in a lot of these markets for values to continue to rise. Now, if somebody wants to get some other tidbits on what's going on across the country and what's going on in the Metro Edmonton region, how do they get a hold of you? They can reach us directly at 780-464-0075 or find us anywhere on the web at macintoshgroup.ca. Yeah, we love that feedback. So make sure you drop us a line or get a hold of everybody there at the Macintosh Group at Remax River City. Hey, thanks for your time today. Great as always. And thanks for tuning in. I'm Bryn Griffiths. He's Bryn McIntosh, and we'll see you next time. 